Hey everyone, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to everybody who has reached out uh, to just all of our new listeners. Welcome. It's so great to have you and really excited about today's episode because I think it's going to help a lot of the college graduates and, and people that are just breaking in and looking to break in. But if you guys haven't, go back and we have over 150 plus episodes. Uh, we have a lot of information on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, the podcast. And so we are always pushing out the free content. Uh, because we want you to guys to be as prepared as possible and we want you to be able to utilize it so when you do reach out to us that we can help you the best we can so if you want to reach out you're going to need a linkedin no matter what so make sure to get a linkedin uh, you can follow me at jacob mclaughlin also new to medical device sales you can reach out to us there um, but as you guys have heard we're super excited after running our new numbers in 2023 our average person getting hired is in 8.2 weeks at $94,478. So just over two months and almost 100K, just about $95,000. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm just seeing the progression of the course and seeing the success we're having. And today you're going to hear from one of our students who's only 22 years old, who got four job offers, got her first offer within four weeks. Um, and now she got four total offers, went in one of the hardest divisions in medical device sales with the largest company in the world. And you're going to hear how she did it. And so I'm really excited for you guys to just be able to get the tips. And I'm really excited that this, this show I know is going to be helpful to you guys. Um, but again, if you guys haven't, um, make sure you guys have your LinkedIn because you're going to need it. And like I said, you can reach out to us. Again, if you can press a five-star review, will help us. And a like and subscribe will help us grow this channel so we can continue to grow and, and make impact on people's lives. And then again, I just always have to mention, that I'm only a part of new to medical device sales, no other programs. I always have to just state that. So again, if you guys have heard from anybody else, they're wrong. Um, Jacob McLaughlin is only a part of new to medical device sales and that's what we do. But I'm really excited to be coming to you today uh, with today's episode. Uh, also to all my reps that are in the industry, we have our new podcast first year in medical device sales where we will be having people out uh, in the industry that will come on to our podcast. I'll also share a lot of my experiences just so we can help you guys that are first year in or newer reps inside the industry. So you go check that out on all platforms. But let's get into today's episode with Vanessa, who is an absolute stud, absolutely crushed it. Former student of the course, was able to get four job offers, and she is going to share some diamonds with you. So let's get into it, and we'll talk to you soon. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I have such a special guest that I know is going to get a lot of young people hope and encouragement because we have former student Vanessa Riccardi, who is only 22 years old, just graduated college with a biology degree, ended up getting four job offers and just accepted a job with one of the largest medical device companies in the world in one of the most competitive divisions in medical device sales. So Vanessa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are so pumped to have you. Uh, like I told you off air, I know this is going to be a podcast that's going to help a lot of people because of just who you are and what you're going to be able to share with people, kind of what your process was. Because we talk, we'll dive into it a little more, but you had to talk about how you got in the course within four weeks, you already had a job offer, how you got multiple job offers, how you did what most people can't do. And most people have to go pay 50, $60,000 to go to a program to get into a division like you just did. 
and you did it at the young age of 22 years old with none of that. Um, and so I'm really excited to dive deep into that. But real quick, tell us a little bit just about who you are. Like, I know you're 22 years old. Tell us about what got you interested in medical device sales and all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, I went to Southern Connecticut State. I live in Connecticut and I was on the pre-med track. I got my degree in bio, but I did want to go to medical school. And so all through college, that was my goal. Um, and then I graduated and I was getting ready to take the MCAT, finalizing things. And I kind of just realized that it wasn't for me, just the amount of debt I had to go into, uh, how long it was going to take. And also a lot of the doctors I was shadowing were saying, don't do it. Yeah. Like I, I would never go back and do it if I, I would never recommend it to my kids. So that kind of steered me away from that. And then for a little bit, I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, I knew I wanted to do something medical, but I had a bio degree. And then from a professor, I actually heard about medical device sales. And he said that I would be good at it. So then I kind of just Googled it. I never heard of it before. And that's how I found your podcast and got involved with your course. I love it. I love it. And that's so cool because can you tell the people what you were doing as you like you had graduated, you had a little free time in between. What were you doing during that with your biology degree? Yeah. So at that time, I basically was just studying for the MCAT. I graduated in December. So I graduated a semester early and I started prepping for the MCAT. So that was kind of like a full-time job. Yep. And then I was done with that around March. I was also getting like clinical hours during that time. And I was volunteering for hospice too. Yep. So to get all my clinical stuff in. And then I was kind of finishing that up all around until I had my graduation in May. And then that's when I saw my professor at graduation and he recommended med device sales. And that's when I started to look into that. I love it. And the reason I just wanted you to mention that is just to hear what your hustle was from mm -hmm. December till May, because that's the biggest thing I hope you guys are going to learn today is like Vanessa is an absolute hustler. Like she goes, like the one thing I'll say is I've said this on the podcast before, but like Vanessa is like one of my, like the poster child of what we call the silent assassins. And what I mean by that is those are people who get inside the course. They don't need their hand held. Like she would just message me and she'd be like, hey, I got an offer today. Or like, hey, I'm in a final interview. Like because how the course is laid out, they can go do it and have the success. But she wasn't someone who needed her hand held. And that's why I wanted to bring up is, as you can see in that story right there, is she's just somebody who goes and does. She's not waiting for permission. She's not waiting for someone to hold her hand while she's trying to figure out what she wants to do in life. She's like, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm going to go all in at it. And so the one thing I did was just want to touch where you said that, though, is where doctors said, don't do it. And we've talked about this on the podcast multiple times, but we have so many people who come in. I just had a PA reach out to us, nurse practitioner reach out to us and, and why they say that. So I just want to inform you guys, if you are younger college kids or you are that 25, 26, we're looking at med school. So the reason why a lot of them will say, hey, don't do it is that's actually a question I asked when I was a personal trainer. I always, when I was 23 years old, being a personal trainer, I always wanted to learn. And I can tell you, I always talked to lawyers and doctors and those are the two professions. Every single time I would say, if you could redo your life again, would you do the same thing? And those are the only two professions on average that I always got. No, it's not worth it because of the amount of time sacrificed and the amount of debt that they take on. So for example, the reason I'm just saying that is like why they probably said, Vanessa, don't do it. Please don't do it is these doctors, because I get to work with them is they go to school for about 11 years plus, And you have like residency 
Then you can go and do like specialties and all that stuff. So you're in school for about 11 years. They're working when they are residents for like 50, 60 K as they're working hundreds of hours. And then you're going to come out and you're going to be in half a million to a million dollars in debt. And then guess what? Now all you did was bought yourself a job because guess what? Now you have to work and do that because you have to pay the money. And then this is the last thing I'll just bring to that point is many people don't think about this. And I've had the opportunity to just talk to so many doctors is you guys think being a surgeon and a doctor, which again, we need them. And I'm very thankful because without them, we want to be where we're at today. But you think that your clients or the people that you're going to see at KK patients are super sweet human beings. And you'll find out that most of them are horrible, like miserable human beings, because guess what? Just go read a Yelp review. See the nastiest Yelp reviews? Those are the people that these surgeons are usually seeing. And on average, like I remember when I was an OBGYN, it was never like nice stuff. And you go look at all the reviews, it didn't matter how great. Like I knew so many great surgeons that were great human beings, but you just dealt with miserable human beings all day long and they just freak out. And again, so that's what I would just say is if you guys are ever considering it, do exactly what Vanessa did is go reach out, go network, go talk to people. So you talked to a professor. He said, Hey, I think you could be good at medical device sales. So then you kind of started doing a little deep dive. Tell us about that journey of like, okay, so you reached out, you listened to the podcast. What really got you intrigued about medical device sales to be like, Hey, I think I want to do this as a career now. And then what really made you kind of make the jump in joining the course? Yeah. So I think there were a few things. One, I think I heard that you have, I guess, freedom of your schedule and freedom of your time. And you have kind of the ability to, when you really get into it, do what you want with the business. And for me, that was something that was really exciting. I love managing my own time and I just perform better that way. Also too, obviously just helping people. And also that came into when I was networking, like finding out what companies were really like patient facing and really care about the patients. Um, I was pre-med and I did want to help people. And so being able to promote something that, you know, you knew was going to save someone's life or improve it drastically was really important to me. And three, I would say just being like able to learn. I've been a science major. I love to learn. And also I was an athlete as well. So that competitive aspect was really important to me also. Yeah. You guys, uh, so don't, try to reinvent the wheel, just go re-listen to what Vanessa just said, copy that answer, and you'll have a lot of success in medical device sales, <laughs> interview processes, because she hits everything on the head, right? Like you said, the freedom of choice. Now, the one thing I'm going to just touch on that is you found this out going through the process, right? There's some industries that you won't have freedom in your day. You're going to be glued and married to a certain division. Now, here's the thing. Normally, it's going to change. You might be at different surgery centers or different offices, but that's the number one thing I say. I'll say, hey, freedom of schedule. And then I will get people, that's not true. You're married to the surgeons and all that stuff. Yes and no. It just matters on what division you go into. And that's what most people miss is, it, yeah, if you go into like, let's just say ortho, where you have to be at every single surgery and you don't have a choice and you have a high volume doc who does surgeries almost every day or you have multiple. Yeah, there's a good chance that you're at the same place over and over every single day, but it's a different doc or a different opportunity or whatever it is. But like what you're going to see and where I was at is like you're in a division that it's, it's going to change every single day. Like it's not going to be the same day twice. And so that's a big thing just to think about is I was someone who I like routine, but it's nice to like switch it up. And as you guys, if you watch my vlogs, like it just happened. If you like my device sales, your day's going to switch probably 18 times. Like there's, a, there's always stuff coming up. So that's, that's number one. But like, again, going, being competitive, making that difference in somebody's life. That's huge, Vanessa. Like, that's why, 
you are where you're at. And then again, the last part is you always want to learn, right? That is this industry. And that's where most people, like I can just say this, and I've said it on other podcasts, is the famous last words of companies is we've always done it this way. What that means is if you're not evolving, if you're not continuing to grow, you're going to get, you're going to get beat, right? Because welcome to the world. We're always growing. We're always evolving. All right. So now we got to talk about, you got 10 interviews that you went through, like real processes, went through the whole thing. You were in the course, like I mentioned, she got an uh, offer in four weeks, but you got four total offers. And you didn't decide to be like, hey, this last one was the one. So just so you guys know, Vanessa was in the course for 15 weeks. Now, I know what you guys are going to say. Jacob, I thought your average was 8.2 weeks. Yes, it is. It still is. But for you know, like just for every Vanessa, that's 15 weeks. We have Jenna who got in at four weeks, right? But the reason I'm just going to say that is Vanessa got hired at or got the offer at four weeks. She just decided not to take it. And that's one big thing I do want to just mention on here. That's where we're different. I'm never going to be like, you have to take this job, right? It's going to be what's going to be the best fit. And as Vanessa did this, the best fit is the one that she got 15 weeks in, but she had four offers that she went through the process. So can you tell us pretty much like, tell us about getting that first offer within four weeks, why you decided not to take it. And then what that process was like, you got four other or three other offers, including that one, what that process was like for you. Yeah. So when I got my first offer, I, it was kind of bittersweet. I was really excited because it was my first offer. But the offer was one, it was very far from my family and where I live. So I would have to move really far and I would be hours and hours away from them, which is for me, I'm very big on family. Um, And two, it wasn't in my top division. And so I know when you go through the course, you are open to, I guess, going in where you can. And for me, I, that kind of just gave me, I guess, the confidence to know I could get an offer. And yep. if I just kept doing the right thing, maybe I could get the one that I wanted in like somewhere near me. And so that's why I decided not to take that one. I still, I actually still am in touch with that regional manager. He wished me congratulations when I got my offer in Connecticut. And yeah. so, but that's basically why I didn't take that one. Yep. And that's super smart. So the reason I wanted you to share that is because so many people are going to listen to this podcast and we say it all the time. Most people don't know what they're doing. So they're just like, I need a job. Oh my gosh, I have to get it. And then there's other programs that are like, Hey, you need to take the first job because it's going to help our stats. Right. And that's not us. We're like, Hey, make sure it's a good fit for you. And it's going to fit your goals and the lifestyle that you're wanting, which you went through the process. But like we had the talk is after that, you decided not to take it. I'm like, Hey, no worries. Now you should have the confidence of you did it once. You can go do it again, which you did. You did it three other times. And now you got your job that you actually wanted to be a part of in the location that worked for you. Now, with that said, so everyone's listening, that's not always going to be the case. But for Vanessa, it was because she was a great candidate, came very prepared, as you can see, getting four offers in med device sales at 22 years old. (laughs) It's not the easiest thing. And then that makes me want to transition. So the space that you're in now is cardiac. And so everybody who knows if you guys don't know, cardiac is one of the top divisions. What that means is a, you got to remember if something goes wrong in cardiac, most likely the patient's not alive anymore. So more money, more stress, right? There's that piece of it. But on that other aspect, you made a comment when we were off air and we were just talking is what was the advice you were getting from other people in the industry? Yeah. So when I was reaching out to people on LinkedIn, sometimes I would, people wouldn't even want to get on the phone. They would just message and be like, go to a pacemaker school and they would link all the pacemaker schools. Uh, That was the main advice. They 
want candidates that have a little bit more clinical experience. So they want to see people who went to pacemaker school. So they know you're really invested or they want like prior nurses or they want someone who was a PT. So that was the advice that I was getting was get some clinical um, experience. Alternatively, they would say you should have gotten a, a degree in biomedical engineering if you didn't want to go to a pacemaker school, which wasn't how me. You, I was so, just saying, how are you supposed to know any exactly. of that stuff? You know, like these are, this is what always cracks me up about reps that you'll talk to. They'll be like, you should have done that. I'm like, you just figured out in May that you're like, yeah, I want to do this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. To that point. So it always cracks me up. But to that point, the reason I want to say that is because we talked off air. How much are those pacemaker schools? They are like 50 or $60,000. Yeah. So 50 to 60 K you're going to go invest. And I imagine they're usually probably six to 12 to 18 months. Like they're not going to be fast yeah. turnaround times. Right. So there's a massive time investment and financial investment. And then what you also are doing in that, that process is you're pigeonholing yourself to only being in that division. Right. And again, if you're going out with all your classmates and that's the one thing you're being, trying to beat all your classmates. Right. So that's the world that comes into it. The reason I just mentioned that is you're 22 years old. You didn't have any of that. You joined the course, but the course isn't anywhere close to $50,000. And you got that offer. And this is why I wanted to bring it up is because you took the test for what they made you do. What'd you score on the test? I got an 100. Bam. You crushed <laughs> it, right? Because I remember you calling me and they're like, how did, like, they wanted to like have you do more stuff and actually explain how you were so prepared. And yeah. it goes back to, you're just a hustler. You did the research, you did the work, and you're now in one of the most prestigious and hardest divisions in medical device sales at 22 years old, where you're now only going to grow. And the thing that's so cool, and I just have to say it is just understand you're about to go make very good money at a young age, Mm -hmm. but that's the lowest amount of money you're ever going to make in your life. (laughs) If you continue to go in that division, right? So like, that's the super fun, exciting part that I get to, I get to be a part of and watch you go through. But again, it all comes back to you of just coming prepared. You did the work, you you utilized everything we had in the course. And again, you we got on calls when we needed to. We did a lot of the voice notes when we need to. Um, those are the easy ways to, to communicate for me. Um, but it's just, I'm, I wanted to just to state that because I want to show how proud I am of you. And for everybody listening, that is going to have the excuse, oh, I'm 22, oh, I'm 24, or I'm 31. This is why I can't get in. But Vanessa, at 22 years old, just got into the hardest division one of the hardest divisions, got 100% on the test that these people actually pay $50,000 plus to go to a school for to try to like get in these places. And now she's hired because she's just a hustler. And like I said, what we put in the course, a silent assassin. Like that's, that's what I just love about it. And so when you're going through that process, you get it. What was, what was the process like for you to, for your dream job going with, with it? Because I know it, it was a little stretched out, right? It took some time. What was that process like for you? So for me, it involved definitely a lot of talking to people, obviously, and kind of being intentional with who I talk to as well. And kind of also, I guess you said it before um, in regards to just selling, but I think it applied with this too. Um, Like knowing who was going to help you and who wasn't. And so like if it was obvious when I was talking to someone that they really didn't believe that a 22 year old was going to be able to do the job. You know, I didn't spend too much trying time trying to convince them. I found the people that were like, Oh, she really wants it. Um, let me help this 22 year old and tell her what to study. And so that was one thing that was really helpful for me. Also, it was a lot of studying. Um, so I would 
get on calls with people. I would ask them what they studied when they were doing their training, because a lot of times they do recommend certain textbooks. So yep. uh, one of them I read through was The Nuts and Bolts of Pacemaking by Tom Kenny, um, Rapid Interpretation of EKGs by Dale Dubin. And just going through also Medtronic has a like free academy and they do lectures. So I went through a lot of those, memorized a lot of those. And then if I didn't understand something, I would follow up with the people I had talked to before and be like, this is what I'm learning. Can you help me? And so that's kind of the process for me. I'm so proud of you of what you just said right <laughs> there. So because the thing I just got to tell you guys is what Vanessa just told you. No, a lot of reps won't tell you. It took a lot of calls for her to figure that stuff out. And just from a podcast, she just saved you guys hours and hours and <laughs> thousands of reach outs. So that's the big thing is one thing you'll see though, is like that this is why Vanessa is hired. They gave her the recommendation of what she do. She went and did the work. And this is what people always miss. They're like, oh, I don't know if I should reach out back to this person because what if they, they don't like me or stuff? You know what people want to do? They want to help. So when they saw Vanessa doing the work and they asked it, they're like, man, this girl's a hustler. Like she bought the books. She's reading the book. So I remember that part, right? That's what helped stand you out through that process. But you weren't afraid to do the work as you're doing it. And like going back to your original comment, yeah, we talk about this all the time in the course. Because again, what we also teach in the course is not only how to break in, but like how to be successful once you are in. And talking about when we talked about accounts, right? Don't go to accounts that aren't going to give you the time of day. Only spend your time where they're actually interested, right? Because you're, and I say this all the time, and, I, and there's going to be a lot of controversial on it, but I don't believe, I've watched a lot of salespeople. I, I think there's a lot of good ones that I'm not going to waste trying to turn a no into a yes. I can turn a maybe into a yes, but I'm not going to take a no because the time it's going to take for me to try to convince somebody who's already a no into a yes, I could just go find three more people who are already maybes and then I can win them over, right? And so that's what Vanessa did in that same aspect of networking. We talk about this all the time. There are a bunch of reps out there who will get on calls with you and they'll be absolute jerks and they won't be helpful whatsoever, but they do it for some messed up reason in their head that they think they're like, yeah, I was just like, in, what happens is they're actually a just straight jerk, but then they get off the phone and they're like, huh, I'm a good person. I just helped that person out. But all they did was belittle that person while they're on the phone with them, right? So that's the reality of it is, is like Vanessa did a great job is we talk about this on the course. You're not spending 45 to an hour on 45 minutes to an hour on a, each call. Uh, we have so many people who, when they first get in the course and they're like, it went great. I talked to an hour and I'm like, do you think that person was an absolute killer? And it's like probably top 10 in the nation if they had an hour to spend with you on a Tuesday, right? And then they're all like, oh, right? Now, I'm not saying that not everybody is, right? Like they, people can have free time, but it's you're not trying to be on the phone with everybody. It's going back to your accounts. Which one's worthwhile? Which one's gonna help benefit me to where my goals are? That's what you did in this process. And then when you got recommendations, what'd you do? You just actually took the recommendations, utilized them, learned them, and then went back with questions so you could be an expert. And I already know this is why they, one of the reasons they chose you is because of the hard work you did, you already knew a lot before they even hired you. And they saw what you were willing to do for free to get this job. Just wait there to pay you money. They go. That's what like one of my sales for me when I was going through that process, every single person, we'd bring the business plan to them and we we'd do all our stuff. And they'd be like, I've never seen this. Like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And I'm like, and we say this all the time on the podcast, but the amount of times I've gotten re people who call me, 
they're like, my regional manager's never seen that. Like that got me hired. It was just our business plan that we do. But it's just like, yeah, because most people don't put in the work. And then your answer is like, yeah, I'm willing to do this for free. Just think when you start paying me how hard I'm willing to hustle. And then that's like the selling point every single time. Um, but I just want you to know how proud I am on all the work that you did to, to just even like, this is what we always say. There's always going to be the haters. And even if they're not like hating on you, you know that you got on a lot of calls where people thought you were crazy as a 22 year old trying to get in, especially at pacemaker. Right. Yeah. And now look who's smiling and laughing now. <laughs> right. Like, that's yeah. why I'm just so proud of you. Like you didn't quit. You kept going. And then the one point I, I always like to touch on is, so you decided to do the course, right? Where did you feel like the course was helpful for you to be able to get a job offer in four weeks and get four total job offers at 22? Yeah, I think definitely networking. And I think too, like knowing the right questions to ask and knowing kind of like you said, some people just don't have over 15 minutes. So knowing how to ask a question that shows you know enough to have studied and then to like pique their interest in you. Yep. So that was something that was really helpful for me. And that was something when I got my offer that they said they liked about me is that I was really good at like peaking interest really quickly. And so that's something I feel like the course really helped with and just knowing how to find the right people as well. And just also just connecting you with other people doing similar thing. So everyone else in the course that I met was really helpful. And I do know there was one other person who was going through um, interviews for CRM and they had helped me and told me how their technical interview was. And so connecting yeah. with people like that as well. Yeah. And that's, and that's awesome. And that's what we love about it is like the community aspect, as you saw, is like, you're going through it. And now this is the best part is you're getting hired. There's other people that you know, that are going to be getting hired and you guys get to go through that. It, it, again, it goes back to that community. It's why we offer lifetime access in the course, but it's also that you guys are going to go through a lot of the growing pains together, right? And, and when I say growing pains, not in a bad way, but it's like, you guys are both going to have a lot to learn. And what people don't understand is in this world, like we do it all as sales reps, is you just need your other sales rep buddies that you can just call and just complain because people don't understand it. But like, you'll be like, I had this account and you just got to vent it. You got to get it off your chest. It's going to be no different than with you when you're going through training and you're like, oh my gosh, I had to do all this stuff. You just need somebody to listen, right? And that's what I love about it. But also there's going to be somebody who sympathizes with you because guess what? That's why I love we, what we do is because it's why I'm having you on the podcast. It's why you're getting a t-shirt. It's why all this stuff, because I know how hard you worked. I know that most people, when you say you broke into med device sales at 22 years old, are going to be like, okay, but they didn't see the hundreds of hours that you spent networking, reaching out to people, getting on calls, preparing for interviews, late nights, all that stuff to be where you're at. And there, and this is what all the haters will do. Everybody who's watching on YouTube who can't break in or whatever it is, they'll be like, well, because she's a pretty girl or it's because this, and they'll always have excuses of why they can't be where you're at. But you just put in the work. You did it. And now you're going to have a lot of success. And I'm just, I want you to know how proud I am of you. Like, it's going to be so cool to watch your journey. Um, and, and to just see your success uh, inside the industry. But the, the last thing I always like to end it with is, Vanessa, we know people are going to listen to this episode and they're going to be like, wow, 22, she crushed it. She got offers, all this stuff. They're going to reach out to you. And they're going to say, what advice do you have for me? Because we also said this, just so you guys know, um, I say this to Vanessa because I say it to everybody, I'm just going to call it out to everybody. I know there are a lot of these people who listen to it 
and they call all of our guests who they get hired and they're like, Hey, I know you took Jacob's course. I don't want to spend any money because I'm too good for that. And now just give us all the information for free. And just so you know, we have the real talk with all of our people. Don't do that at all because those people will never appreciate it. We've gotten on calls where people have done that and they've spent an hour with these people and they don't even say thank you because anybody who's willing to do it for free, you guys are all just trying to get stuff for free, giving the hands out and it shows that you aren't really that committed. Um, and the reason I'm just saying that is because I've told Vanessa, I tell our guests, don't even waste their time with their calls because they're just going to be time sucks. And guess what? You actually just broke into a hard industry with a division. You actually have to focus on your job. So for all the time sucks out there and all the people who are going to want all the free content for everything, which we already put over 150 episodes out there for free. We have all the podcasts, TikToks, LinkedIn, all the good stuff that you could ever imagine. They're still going to reach out to you and be like, Vanessa, can you get on a call with me for 20 minutes and just tell me everything you did and give me a job? You're not going to get them a job, but what advice would you give them when they say, hey, what's your advice to me when I'm trying to break into the industry? I guess my advice would be, so obviously there's a lot, you've put out a ton of content. And so if you just do, he, like Jacob tells everyone the right things. And so if you really do the right things and like put in the work and just believe in yourself, like that's all you really need to do. And it can take some time, but as long as you're doing all the right things, something will work out. Yep. So that would be my advice. Just put in the work and don't stop. <laughs> See, that's, that's, I love, I love that you're, again, it just says who you are because it's what you did, right? And what I just mean by that is I tell people, when you are just not afraid to put in the time and the effort and the work and you, and the number two, this is the biggest one and you don't quit, you will be successful. But most people won't put in the time and the effort they think they are, but they're not really putting in that much time and effort. And then they quit after like, you, we talk about this in the course. What do we say in the course almost on every office hours? Hey guys, I know you've been in for three to four weeks and you're probably hitting that toll where you're like, I'm networking, I'm doing it. But then what do I say? The compounding effect. Just stick with it. You were one of the few people who got an offer in four weeks, right? How awesome for you. But you know, like we talk about, that's where I say in the course, our average person breaks in at $94,478 because we just ran the new numbers at 8.2 weeks. 8.2 weeks, let's just say eight weeks. That's still two months, two months of straight hustling. It's not, hey, I try for an hour today and then I screw off for the rest of the week. It's you're hustling every single day for two months. And that's the reason I'm just saying this to everybody who's listening is most of you guys say you want it, but you don't. You're not willing to do it. And, and this is the number one thing I hear. It's hard. Yes, it is hard. You're coming in to make, like just by, I just had a call with somebody who's looking at the course. Just getting in this industry, you will be in the top 10% of Americans financially. You'll be in the top 10% of all of America, one of the richest countries in the world by just getting in this industry. And like I said to Vanessa, she's now 22 years old in an awesome division where she's gonna do very well. And guess what? She's making the least amount of money that she's ever going to make in her life if she stays in that division. Like it's only going up for there. So yeah, it did take some time. But guess what? I'm pretty sure the 15 weeks and the four offers that she, or the three other offers she turned down at 22 years old, she'll be pretty happy at 28, 31, 35. But she was able to do the delayed gratification, put in the work now, put in the time and hustle. And most importantly, what she said, believe in herself. Because like you just said right before that, Vanessa, is there's going to be people who don't believe in you. There's going to be people who are like, oh, you're 22. You can't do that. It goes back to what I say all the time. And I'm going to say it because I absolutely love the saying. We say it almost every week. Eagles don't fly with pigeons. I don't take advice from people that aren't where I want to be. 
And guess what? Just because you can't do it doesn't mean I can't do it. Every time someone's like, Jacob, you can't do that. No, no, you can't do that. I can do whatever the heck I want. I can put what on my mind is because this is why I get so amped right now is because I'm sitting here watching a 22-year-old break in the hardest division in medical device sales, and she got four offers when everybody told her she wouldn't do it. And look where she's at smiling. Did it. You're talking to a guy who's still not even three years in the industry. We've disrupted this whole industry. I continue to have success. I'm in positions that usually take seven to 10 years. I did it with under three, and we're still crushing it while helping thousands of people break into the hardest industry in the world. Tell me I can't do something because I'm going to smile and say, no, you can't do that. It doesn't mean I can't. And guess what? If I don't want to, okay, I don't have to. But the, most people are going to put their limiting factors onto you. And you just can't deal with that. You have to believe in yourself. Say, hey, I know what I have it takes. I have what it takes. And I'm not going to listen to anybody else because guess what? Just, and I say this to every single person in our course. Just because you talk to three people from Medtronic or Stryker or Johnson, Johnson, Zimmer, whatever, that doesn't tell you the whole scope of the whole company. So why are you going to take any advice from you talk to two people and two people told you you'll never break in because you're 22? You're not. But unfortunately, a lot of people do. Believe in yourself. Know what you have to offer. Vanessa is a very confident person, but you want to know, and I'm going to say this one last time so you guys can all hear it, and I'll probably say it a million other times, but you want to know why Vanessa's very confident. You want to know why I'm extremely confident where people are like, my gosh, Jacob, just like, well, it's because we put in the work. She read those books. She got on the thousand hours of calls. She spent all her time researching. She networked. That's why she can be so confident and talk that way and go get 100% on one of the hardest tests in that world. That's why, because she puts in the work. Why can I say, hey, I'm willing to do this and all that? Because I put in the work. My body this morning woke me up at a 5.11. My alarm was set for 5.15. And like, guess what? If you guys can't hear, I have a head cold. I don't feel great, but guess what? We're still rock and roll and I'm not going to make excuses. We're going to continue to do it because I get up and I keep promises to myself. And that's the difference. And I'm going to just tell you guys, because again, I hope you guys understand this. I'm trying to help you not just in med device sales, just in life. You want to know the difference between people who have success and are confident and the people who aren't, who don't. It's the people who keep promises to themselves. It's the people who said, I'm going to wake up at 515. So I get up even when I want to put my, put the snooze on. It's the people who said, I'm going to go for a walk. It's 10 o'clock at night and you haven't gone for a walk, but guess what? You go and do your 10-minute walk because you told yourself you're going to. I'm going to read five pages. You read the five pages. The difference between the people who are successful are the people who keep promises to themselves. And that's why they will get what they want. Because also the last thing on that is they're not afraid to put in the work. And as you saw with Vanessa, she got a job within four weeks. She could have took that job. But she was confident enough to say, hey, no, this isn't exactly what I'm looking for. And I believe in myself. Most people would be like, Vanessa, you're crazy. Four weeks in, you didn't take a job that's going to pay you almost six figures at 22 years old. And you're like, no. And it took you almost four times the amount of time, 15 weeks. But then guess what? Look where you're mm -hmm. at now. And that's what I just want you guys to hear. That's why I'm so pumped to have Vanessa on here today, because I want you guys to see hope as 22 years old. She believed in herself, did it, and got into the hardest industry and went one of the toughest divisions with no prior experience and aced one of the hardest tests for one of the largest companies in the world by just putting in the work. So I hope you guys can hear that. Vanessa, is there any other things that you want to say from your point of view of what has helped you through this process? Yeah, I mean, just honestly, a lot of the content in the course, like I said, knowing what to say. And I know you say all the time, like just being a person and, you know, actually people want to help you more when you connect with them and you don't just 
seem like you're trying to use them. Yeah. So when you're connecting with people, you know, they don't have to get on the phone and tell you what to do. So if you can connect with them and learn a little bit about them prior and connect with them on that, find similarities, that's really helpful as well. A thousand percent. And that's great advice because we talk about that in the course all the time. I actually just had to do it in our office hours. Unfortunately, some of our students reached out to our former students and they didn't send a follow-up message and say thank you. Um, and we had a conversation after that um, on, on office hours because that's my biggest thing is just remember, you guys, nobody has to help you. And that's the biggest thing where most people in this industry get it wrong is you guys come deserving. I want in med device sales, so you should get on the phone with me. I don't even know you. Like my favorite one for me, just so you guys know, it, because please do this, is the people who reach out to me and I don't respond within an hour. And then I get a snarky comment back, a, a second passive aggressive DM from somebody on LinkedIn or Instagram. That's my favorite as we're running multiple companies and we're running the whole Western United States. But the reason I'm saying that is that, again, goes and shows. I don't even waste my time. I don't even message those people back because it just shows that you're such a selfish person that you only think about yourself 100% of the time and that you don't really care about getting help. Because unless it's handed to you on a silver platter, it's not going to be good enough. And that's what I'm just saying is that's the difference is what we're trying to teach is like, that's what Vanessa never did. I know she sent a follow-up message to every single person. And guess what? Said, thank you so much. I know you didn't have to take that time, but the, the hints, the tips that you gave me, A, B, and C, here's some of the tips to show that I was listening and that your time wasn't wasted, that it means the world. That's the difference compared to even now I'll get on calls with people literally asking me specific things. I'll get on them. Never get a text. Never get a message. Never say thank you. Because again, it just goes back to people are just selfish. And that's the one thing I'll just say, and I say it in the course all the time, is people need you till they don't. They'll use you till they don't. They're, they're thankful for you. I've gotten this all the time. They'll thank for you till they get a job. Then out of nowhere, they did it by themselves. Right? So that's what I would just say is as you guys go through that process, make sure you're just an actual human being. What if you took time out of your day when you're busy and you have a family and you have a full-time job and you don't have to help the stranger reaching out to you, but they take time out of it to get on a call with you and actually give you some helpful advice. Think about that. And I, I can promise you, if you start coming with that mindset, I can promise you majority of you guys and girls listening to this podcast will have so much more success. So Vanessa, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I want to say congratulations on breaking in, not, not just getting an offer, getting four offers, but just the success that you've had. And it's been fun to watch the growth over the last four months, almost four months of where you have just developed into who you are and knowing that this is only the beginning, knowing that you're going to have so much success in medical device sales and knowing that it will be a lot of work because you are going into a, a big division, but knowing that you will put in the work. And I just want to say thank you for taking time. Thank you for sharing the notes and knowing that it's going to help a lot of people today. And just want you to know how proud I am of you and how proud we are of you at New Medical Device Sales. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. And if you guys haven't pressed that like and subscribe button, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. And if you guys are interested in breaking into medical device sales, like Vanessa, uh, she was a part of our course where our average person is breaking in in 8.2 weeks at $94,478 was the average person getting hired in 2023. And so if you guys are interested, the link is down below in the description. You guys can also reach out to me on Instagram or LinkedIn at new to medical device sales or Jacob McLaughlin. Always happy to set up a quick call. Just understand we don't take everybody because as you can see, we take people like Vanessa who are go-getters and killers and people we enjoy working with. 
this is not a program where you pay us money and we just hand you a job. You're going to do the work and we want to make sure that you're a good fit for our community because we give lifetime access. But the last thing I'll just say that to that is if you guys just go do your research, you'll see there's nobody doing what we've done. Nobody who's helped as many people. Nobody puts out as much free resources as we do. So again, don't think this is a push for the course. You don't need to do the course. You can go watch all the podcasts for free, all the TikToks, Instagram, all read the LinkedIn blogs. You can do that. But if you're really serious and like, hey, I want to break into medical device sales, go watch our courses page. You'll see there's not even anybody close with half the testimonial videos that we have. You won't see that. Just like Vanessa, the people in the last year and a half that have been on our podcast have been people from our course taking time out of their day to share their experience and how they broke in and how the course helped them. So if this is something you guys are really interested in, please feel free to reach out. But until the next time, make sure that you guys are hustling, that you're going after your dreams, and we will see you on the next one. Vanessa, thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Awesome. And we'll see you on the next one, guys. Peace.